Loving the fake. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, nah, not really. No, nah, I'd love a drink. I'm, a real one. I'm parched. This is like the first time we've ever done a show and i got nothing in front of me. I don't have a laptop. I don't have a drink. Do you feel naked? I feel naked. you know like when Ed Sheeran plays and he doesn't have his guitar, he's really awkward? Oh, is that going to be you? Pretty much. You're like the podcast Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I even hate standing in crowds without like something. Like I actually love being like going to an, an event yes. with a camera. And I love going around and being like the guy that takes the photos and stuff. Because everybody likes you. No. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but like sometimes I just feel like, I don't know, it's just a bit awkward, you know? It's just like, yeah. I don't know, maybe. But then I get drunk and then I'm like, you know, I'm fucking life of the party. So. Leaving your bag somewhere. I'm leaving Remember my bags. you lost your bag at my 30th? Oh, that, <laughs> I thought, I, that's right on that boat. Yeah. I thought it went over the side with your phone. <laughs> <laughs> it was a messy night. That was a messy night. Do you know what actually went over with my phone that night, actually? This is a really good time because I wanted to talk about this anyway. Okay. Um, I had on their Audible, the app. Oh, like yeah, the, yeah. The, and I forgot to download it when I got a new phone. But I, it just came back into my mind not too long ago. And I was listening to this book, and I only got about a quarter way through because you know my attention span. Mm-hmm. I, not yeah, even, you're like a toddler. Yep. Exactly. Um, but I was listening to this book, and it was called... Men are from Mars, women are from Venus. This is an old school book. It's, very it's been old around school. for decades. Yeah, and just as of late, a few situations have been happening, and I'm like, oh my god, it's this book, and and it just cracks me up. So, what like the premise of this book is obviously like we deal with things differently. Just <laughs> god, yeah, yeah. And so one of the things is when females have a problem, mm. we like to vent our problems, and we just <laughs> yeah. we just want an ear, yeah, for someone to say, look, yeah, that's shit, it's yeah, be okay. Men, however, when they hear that problem, they go into Mister Fucking Fix It. Like, what's the solution? Totally. Which like, it's fine if you're in a situation like work yeah. in the workplace if you've got a problem you want it fixed when it's your life situation yeah. you just want an ear and it's and it's been happening to me lately I was with um, my friend the other day and her and her boyfriend started having a bloody bicker because this whole same situation and it's just totally. such a funny thing to sort of bring up and yeah. talk about because how many times have you had a female say her problems and then get mad at you for giving yep <laughs> oh no so many times because I, I because I have a lot of like female friends but B I'm in a long-term relationship and the amount of times like this is something that Heidi and I had to navigate through and like she had to be like no shut up because she'd like come home from work and I'd cop a spray because you know like she's had a shit day at work or whatever or whatever something's going on with her friends and so it's like she's talking about these problems and I'm just like well you could do this I mean you could do that why don't you do this and what you actually really need to do is blah 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 because men we're naturally we're just problem solving always problem solving in our brains that's what's ticking and we're like and often the answer can seem so so fucking obvious as well, but it's like you don't want to hear not that. What we want, no. no. And it, but it's hard, that's hard for us to wrap our heads around.
kids around. I know. It's so funny, eh? There is this amazing video on YouTube, and this is actually something that Heidi and I, uh, we, I think someone sent it to us because we were talking about this and how annoying I am because I'm always trying to solve my problems. <laughs> and um, they sent us this amazing video. So it's a little short one. You can go on YouTube and look up. It's not about the nail. And so basically what it is, it's a man and a woman, and they're having a conversation on a couch. And she's sitting there, and she's like, it's just like, it's just this constant pain and it's just always there and I've got a headache and I just feel like and she's going on and on and on about this pain that's in her head and anyway then the camera kind of like zooms out a bit and the guy is just he's trying not to say anything and then he's the camera zooms out a bit and she's got this nail jammed right in her forehead and that's what she's talking about and the guy he's just like well you could I mean you could just I mean, we could just pull it out. Like, we could just, like, take the thing and pull it out or go to the doctor. She's like, no, I just want to talk about it. And it's this whole, yeah, yeah it's a great video. And it really, for any relationship, it illustrates that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's not even I'll like- put it in the bio. Oh, lol. Oh. Anyway, welcome along to Married, Divorce, and Dating, the podcast. A little bit hilarious. Wow. And ridiculous parts of people's lives in and out of relationships, which is literally everything we just talked to. Uh, I'm uh, Carl. I'm the married one. I'm Rachel. I'm the divorce and dating one. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I can't believe. We've been so good at banging that out at the start. We just mm. really... Yeah. That's all right. Back, that's okay. to, back to our old tricks. Yeah. <laughs> Do it in the outro sometimes. Anyway, we've got a really cool episode coming up today. We, Speaking of, yeah, navigating relationships. Yes, we managed to... We bagged ourselves a hottie for this one. <laughs> we did. We did. <laughs> we managed to bring your beautiful wife in, Heidi, yeah. which is amazing. Yeah. What a guess. A little bit of insight into... Bring him a flatmate in. <laughs> yeah. Had the, the baby in too. Which was great. Yeah, little Goldie. She was, and we've we've already recorded this um, this chat, and it was it was nice actually. It was real cool. I, we've I don't think in my I've had an entire career in radio and then done this podcast. I don't think we've ever like been on the mic together. Oh, yeah, well, I can't now think you've of a got time. It on mic for life. Great. <laughs> <laughs> but then also our guest, who's fucking I love this so guy. good. Some listener from the UK. Yeah. Which, hello in the UK. Hi, UK. Hello, um, Governor. <laughs> you sound like you're from London. Cup of tea. <laughs> cup of tea. Fish and chips. And, and what, mushy peas. Mushy peas, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck. We're going to get cancelled. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. Absolute legend, a good couple of stories in the bag for us there. In the bag, mate. They're, like his stories are out the gate. Yeah, we're gonna have to get him back on. The for one sure. on the quad bike. <laughs> anyway, anyway, too much teasing. Let's let's rip into him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, into there was something. Oh, I know what I was gonna ask you. I forgot to touch on it in the last two episodes. I I sent you some homework, and I was like, remember, I was I was like, okay, see if I wanted to know if if a girl really needed to if. You could pee standing up into a urinal or a oh, toilet. Yes, and if get you your aim going. If you had to. And there were some like <laughs> tips online, because we Googled it at the time, there were some tips online where it's like you can actually like spread a little bit yes, and then yes, like yes. sort of like pull up on the skin to get a bit of like arc going on to like see. Yeah. yeah Did you try aim. it? I saw yeah. it get in the shower and give it a go. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. I did think about it a couple of times when I hopped in the shower and yeah. I just thought. Nah. Nah? Nah. Okay. Mm. Well, you get an F on your homework, but that's fine. Thank you. It's, that's your decision to make. Um, your pussy, your rules. That's how it goes. Thank you. Um, and uh, But have you ever used a shiwi? No, that's where I was, was going to say. Like, I, I would rather not see if I've got aim and just use a shiwi if I was in that situation. Oh. I, I, you know you get, like, paper ones or disposable ones, so if you're a festie, you oh. just be like... <gasps> Should we get 
married, divorced, and dated branded but ones. Baby Shiwis. Oh yes. My God, yes. That would be brilliant. Does anyone want one? <laughs> Who wants a, <laughs> a Shiwi? It would be cute. It would be I, pink and orange. Pink and orange with like, and we'll put our little symbols on it, like yeah. MDD, and we'll Fuck, just like, as little giveaways. I love it. Okay, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to go on AliExpress after that and see how many shiwis we can get. We'll get them printed. Festy yeah. For festy seasons. I mean, we've just missed the season, but we'll, yeah. um, well, the New Zealand season anyway. But Let's do it. I reckon that's great. Done. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird little merch thing. But I'm so keen. It would be hilarious. Oh, my God. Surely some condoms too first. At least, like, I feel like we need something a little bit more on brand. Well, rubbers with our faces on them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Doing this? Oh. <laughs> no, doing this. Like a diving action. Like you're about to like go, you know, like your arms out as if you're about to go diving and you're like looking up. Yes. Like you're about to dive into a pool and that's right at the end of the condom. Oh, my God. <laughs> In your face. <laughs> going to, <laughs> straight into the old. I my face to be going into lots of pussies. Thank you. Might go, might go into a butthole too. Safety first. <laughs> no. Does anyone really want an anal cream pie? I re- Like really, do you, does anyone actually want one of those? Maybe. Can we wear a rubber? No, okay. Do I? Don't know. Do you? I don't know. What does it feel like? Oh, I don't know. You know, you know when you get, you know when a, you know when a guy comes in you. Yeah. Can you feel it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What does it? What's it feel like? It's like warm and gooey. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but is it like? Does it feel like just like pressure? Because you know how it kind of like shoots out. Yeah, I, I actually don't mind the feeling of it. <laughs> Why are we talking about? Well, because this, this is kind of the shit we talk about. <laughs> That's right. That's our podcast. It's literally like this is literally oh. what we talk about on a weekly basis. Yeah, it's no, like, it's 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 a good feeling. Really? More so, like the it's the few seconds afterwards, like the initial. You're sort of like, hang on, is it done yet? And you sort of ask, and then you're like, oh yeah. And then when it starts to like seep around, oh, like a warming sensation. Yeah, that is so interesting. I've yeah. never asked anyone. So like just leaving it in for like an extra second. Yeah, so, right. Hang on one minute. Mm. <laughs> let me let me. Based. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Rachel Flood. <laughs> Based. <laughs> Fucking hell. Okay, <laughs> okay. Right. Hey, no, that's good. I'm. I, thank you for being honest about that. I've always been kind of curious. It's like something that happens that you can feel, or if it's just that's what it is, and but it, or I if mean, it feels do, real you nice. You have a wife that you can ask. Yeah, true. <laughs> but no, ours. <laughs> anyway. Ours is uh, it's kind of it's it was in there baking. It's developed now and it's crawling around a room. <laughs> nice. I've got a device to stop mine from baking. Okay. Great. If anyone's wondering, <laughs> I don't just. <laughs> well, like a spoon to get it out. <laughs> oh, okay, we're getting gross okay, now. Anyway. Should we move on to our guest? Yes. What's his name? Andy. That's right, Andy. Woo! Married, divorced, and dating. The podcast. All right, who the fuck's this geezer you got on? <laughs> well, today we've got one of our listeners who actually reached out um, after we talked about sex in the workplace, which uh, on our social right. media. And he sent in some good bloody yarns. I was like, please, can we get you on? So, welcome to Married, Divorce, and Dating. We've got Andy all the way in the UK. Hi. Good evening, how are you? G'day, mate. It's <laughs> evening over there. It's morning for us, so we're trying to line up our time zones. You must be ready for a drink. Mate, I, I'm just... Hang on. What's going on here? Oh, uh, what? Uh, I'm just going to... I'm going <laughs> to... If you guys I, could I'm, see what we could see uh, right now. Oh. oh that that was a little bit pop. underwhelming, wasn't it? 
<laughs> it was it was uh it was a lot of noise but not much pop really. Sorry about that. That's all right. What do you got there? A nice little bubble of little bottle of bubbles? Um it's probably about uh, probably about fifteen dollars in New Zealand, I reckon. Uh yeah. fearful from Audi or Little or something. Oh yeah, lovely. <laughs> Great. You're gonna feel like shit tomorrow. <laughs> That's the plan. Awesome. Hey, thanks so much for coming on, mate. Um so you you're one of our UK listeners. Yeah, actually, one of um, one of the guys who like fixes up the cars that I sell was telling me about you guys. So I was like, oh yeah, I listen to podcasts. I normally <laughs> listen to like rugby podcasts and shit like that. He's like, what about married, divorced, and dating? And I'm like, what the fuck's that? <laughs> and he, he said, mate, check this out. And he showed me. I was like, no way. He said, and he's he used to, he's like, I think they're Aussie or something. I was like, mate, they're definitely from. They're definitely New Zealand because I used to live there. I know a Kiwi when I hear one. <laughs> it's horrific, isn't it? <laughs> we don't we don't really speak English. We kind of just chew on it and spit it out. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Love it. <laughs> All right, mate. So I, I've heard you've had a little bit of a while past, um, and you've got a story or two for us. Do you want to kick off with the first one? Well, yeah, one that just sprang to mind. So, um, like, when I'm in a relationship, I... I pretty much like love to have sex every day. I just think that's like a key part of it. I'm with you. So, so um, a long-term ex of mine, um, she used to come in and see me at work when I had a car yard. And um, like, it was pretty safe. Like, if we got a bit amorous, it would be okay. Cause I could like, had some little blinds. So I used to just tweak the blinds and they'd close and you could just see like, pardon the pun, a tiny slip. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wait, so you're in the office out the back of the car yard or something and you got the showroom in front of you? Yeah, well, think a little bit lower key than a full-on shiny showroom. Think like a fancy, like office, like a demandable cabin. <laughs> I think the lowest of the low. That was pretty much why I had it. Wasn't particularly fancy, but I, but I, you know, I looked after the customers. I did a good, good job, and uh, yeah. So the one day, like my girlfriend came in, and um, you know, she was hot, and uh, so I was like, right, just. I forgot to close the fucking blinds, so I basically just bent her over the desk and um, pulled her knickers down, and you can imagine the rest. And then things were happening, and it's like, well, I, I fucked her in the ass. I'm not going to lie. Oh my and, god! Uh, <laughs> Lunchtime, I know. Oh my god! That's. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was like, oh, I was like, kind of in the moment, and I thought I've forgotten to close the blinds, and I looked outside. And someone was there, and luckily I knew him. It was actually my old boss. No! Really... I was like, "Ah, oh, sweet, he's on the phone." So he, I, he definitely didn't notice. So I, I didn't stop. Obviously, you can't stop. Nah, uh, not when you're buried deep in the back back door. Well, I had a job to do. I wasn't going to let her down. And um, <laughs> so anyway, a couple of minutes later, uh, I went out all like nonchalant and like you know nothing going on here, sort of thing. And he just looked at me. I was like, you're right. He said, I could see exactly what you were doing. I was like, oh, shit. He's like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mate, I, and I take it it's the kind of car you had. You're selling two-wheel drives, not four-wheel drives for the dirt track. I pretty much went off-road that day. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> That's outstanding. I know what I'm going to call this episode. Cream, cream pies and car yards. <laughs> Oh my god, that's a, that's amazing! How often were these little lunchtime rendezvous happening? <laughs> straight from yeah, the no, straight bottle. from the, the prosecco, straight from the bottle. 
yeah, I needed that. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, well, I'm not going to exaggerate and say they're every day, but you know, it wasn't like infrequent. Um, but surely that's the secret, like to a good relationship. You, I'm, you know, it's probably different if you've got kids and stuff and getting in the way, but, um, yeah, like sex every day, isn't that isn't that right? I I th- I think I think it's what a lot of couples would strive for, and there's probably like, I think if you've got mismatched libidos in a relationship, quite often they are complete opposite, and some one one person will want it every day, and the other person is you know maybe once or twice a week, I suppose. But uh, yeah, I mean, you sound like you guys matched up quite nicely. Yeah, she was a massive psycho, so had to can that one up. <laughs> Just- <laughs> Crazy hot matrix. Dude, she was, yeah, yeah, she wasn't a unicorn. She was de- definitely the crazy bit, yeah, yeah. But. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> outstanding. Um, so I've heard you've got a couple of stories as well. So what's, what what else have you got for us, mate? Uh, right, okay, well, so holidays. Holidays are always, like, a good time to have sex, right? Oh, always. Every, why is everyone always hornier on a holiday? So picture the scene. So it's Greece. It's a Greek island. It's absolutely beautiful. It's super romantic. So, you know, it's definitely like a sex every day kind of holiday. And um, so I had a quad bike and I thought this is going to be perfect for just like disappearing off little secret areas, little secret beaches and stuff. So the one day we took off and we went and I just went for ages all through these like dirt tracks. And <laughs> there he goes again. There you go. I had to slip it in. Uh, <laughs> he did. So I went for ages and ages. And I was like, oh, it's a super quiet bit. There's no one around. It's like a cliff top, no beaches, like or anything like that below. I'm like, it's this is perfect. So we stripped completely stark bollock naked. And um, we were just going crazy, like over the quad bike. It wasn't exactly probably the most comfortable thing. But luckily, it's more uncomfortable for her. So that doesn't matter. And uh, <laughs> And yeah, it was just on and we were just having loads of fun. And then it was exactly like someone had set it up. So some local Greek guy on like a motocross bike or something just went past and he waved and he just went, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Did you wave back? Oh, yeah. (laughs) But the best bit was, that isn't even the best bit. So fast forward 24 hours and we went to this really cute little um, fishing village for like the most amazing romantic meal overlooking the rocks and the sea and stuff. And I'm not kidding. I look to my right and I just see this guy and it's him on a bike and he goes, Hey! That is incredible. Unbelievable, mate. Well, you sound like you're a bit of a wild time. Yeah. um, Well, you're a long time dad, so, you know, just have as much sex as you can, you know, every day. Thank you very much. I'm going to uh, look, whether it's um, it's with my partner or by myself, I I think I'll I'll definitely (laughs) take that on as much as I can. Sex with your partner is good, but you can't beat the real thing, obviously. Oh, yeah, totally. (laughs) Actually, I almost had a threesome the other day. What? Well, if I had two more people with me, it would have been, but um, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, Mate, hey, thank you so much for joining us. I love your stories, and um, I think we're definitely going to have to have you back on for uh, for another Prosecco and storytelling session sometime soon. It would 
it would be rude not to. It'd be my pleasure. Thanks, guys. You, you're awesome. Seriously. Right. Thank you Thank so much. You. You, you just keep sending those stories through, bro. <laughs> Have a good right. night. Ciao. Ciao. Married, divorced, and dating. The podcast. All right. Usually this is the part of the podcast where I tell one of my cooked stories or you might be doing something a little unhinged, mm-hmm. but every now and then I get to flip the book around and turn this on you. So last week we briefly touched on if we could get Heidi on. Yeah. And bless her beautiful soul, she's agreed. And we have her. <laughs> and in the background. And a crying baby. And Goldie in the background. <laughs> Sitting in the studio today, Carl's better half, Heidi. Hello. Yay. <laughs> Welcome to the studio. Definitely the better half. I don't know why I'm feeling a little bit nervous. <laughs> I feel like we're here for a roast. Should well, we roast I, yeah. I 100%. Well, I, f- I feel like the whole thing, it's always you against me, and it's me in the limelight. But I feel mm. like now we've sort of got this a good opportunity here for. Heidi to air any dirty laundry. <laughs> <laughs> right, so. Um, yeah. Yeah. A bit background story as well. For those who don't know, before our podcast goes out every week, yeah. Carl and I, we, we're a bit a bit loose in a bunch of stuff that we say, so shh, no jokes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Fun Auntie Ray. Heidi has Girl, been... He's just a- sitting on the floor behind us. <laughs> so you might get a little squawk every now and then. <laughs> hey, mate. Oh She's happy. She's but good. Heidi has been a massive part of this podcast from the very start. She sense checks it every week before we do something that we'll get cancelled for. Yeah. Or, you know, she's really there for us. So it's great to finally have you on this side of the glass. Hello. Um, yeah. I'm actually a behind-the-scenes person. And <laughs> not that comfortable with this. No, no, no. It's all good. It's all right. I'll, I'll c- kick it off then to get you a bit comfortable. But I've mentioned on here a million times that you guys are my absolute couple goals. Oh, thanks, um, right. Yeah. But I want to take this back to, like, the infancy stage of you two dating. Because um, I don't think we've ever touched on that. And because nah. one thing that I really struggle with is getting past the three-week mark with somebody, like, I get the ick or it just fizzles out. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I want to know, like, take we've it, only just made it past that too. Only just, yeah, yeah, take it back to your first few dates, and like, when your first time with Carl, like, did you know that it was going to be a thing, or did you have to get past the hurdle, or like, tell us what it was like from the very start? Oh, um, I mean, we were really young and excited, and yeah. like in love. Well, maybe not in love at that point, but you know. Lovey-dovey and, and cute and stuff. So, but even before that, because I, I think I had to, I don't know if it was like a win over. I'd seen Heidi across the room at like a party, and we were there, it was like mutual friends, and I think it was like a big lunch or something like that, eh? Mm. And I was like, I like the look of her. You do have a tie. I definitely got a tie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's always a relief when he's like tells me that he's like attracted to some actress, and I'm like, eh, she looks like me. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> literally, <laughs> like like you and Florence Pugh. I've said this before. You could just about be Ooh, sisters. That was a really guessing. My Myself up then. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. No, it, it's fantastic. Yeah. You're a beautiful, beautiful girl. Hey, mate. She, hey, do you excuse me. me? <laughs> We're working. Ah. <laughs> hey, do you want to be on the mic? Now you want to be quiet. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're okay. Just you can kidding. sit up here with me. You're um, all right. Oh, funny. So, taking it back then, did you, like, after your few, first few dates, did you know that this was going to be the person you wanted to spend the rest of your life with? Or were this, what were the hurdles? Um, After our first few dates, I mean, I I probably wasn't thinking like rest of life, but I think I liked him like 
a ton and, well, you know, I thought that it would go far, I suppose. I think after maybe a couple of months, certainly, we were like, yep, that's us. Um, mm. And, yeah, and I, then kind of never looked back. So I suppose in the scheme of things, yeah, it was pretty fast. It was a bit like that, eh? It, it was definitely, yeah, a couple of months and then we were just like, I reckon we're each other's people. people. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of, I, I don't know, there, there's that whole, like, it's such a cliche, but it's like, oh, when you know, you know. Yeah. But I don't know, it kind of, I, I sort of felt like that. So there's no X? Did you ever get a nick from Carl? I think Carl got a nick from me. Yeah, I got a, it was a little like right back in the beginning. What did you do? But this was like, I, this was only what, like a month or two in, wasn't it? I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> it's your ick, not mine. No, I what don't know. Was I, the ick? No, it wasn't really. It, well, I don't know if you'd describe it as an ick, but there was, there was, I think I just had like a hesitation of some sort. There was better things on the horizon. No, I don't know. I don't know about that. But anyway, you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. But we got past it. It was uh, men. (laughs) (laughs) So Carl's never given you the egg. Yeah, have I ever given you no, the No, really? I think so. Well, then what, what's your biggest pet peeve? <laughs> that Carl does? Yes. Oh, shit, I'm married to him. I've got tons of let's pet peeves. Let's stick them okay, up. I want to hear this too. Okay, actually, here's, okay, here's my thing. I'm just going to strap in. Because with people getting the ick these days, that wasn't like a thing when Carl and I were dating, yeah. right? Like no one had a phrase for it. I suppose people just like got over it and then moved on. But I don't think that there was like, – there just wasn't. I know there wasn't as many options because we didn't use apps and yeah, stuff like that. Media. You meet people in person, you got set up with someone, you met someone at school because Carl and I were young. Um, and so this like whole ick thing, I reckon <laughs> it's just born out of people having way too many options. Yeah, yeah. The grass And there's always, always yeah, there's always greener grass. Whereas, yeah, I'd have tons of things that Carl does that piss me off and list the top gross ones. me out. And, oh, just the other day, like when Carl moves in bed, it's not a roll over; it's an earthquake. You know how Rach, you know how he stomps walking places. Oh my god! And how he opens doors. Yes. God, okay. I'm just so. I'm just now, a passionate guy. Now imagine that it's three o'clock in the morning. The room is silent. It is dark. You're asleep. Your baby is asleep next to you, and Carl moves. Imagine what that must be like. If I had the space to have an ick, that would be a huge ick. Wow, the man really... launches off the mattress and slams back down. Oh, it's terrible. I'm, I'm dying you're really, because... you're really getting the roast you wanted to get. <laughs> to, to give people context, so Carl and I work in the same building, and I know when he's entering the room because <laughs> it's like a... Boom through the door and <laughs> stop, stop, stop. That's You're my like, whole life. Oh shit. So I can only imagine that in the space of a bed where you're peacefully. Mm. trying to sleep. Mm. And the baby is asleep next to you. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. What were, so, the, other, what were the other things? Oh, what's the last? All right, how much time do we have? We'd wrap uh, it up after this. Carl's side of the bed is a disaster. <laughs> uh, like, the, he just, like, takes off his clothes. I don't, like, maybe this is, like, a thing that he was able to do. He just takes off his clothes, like, there. You know, like... And leaves them on the floor. And then they're on the floor forever. And he'll be like, looking, where are my black jeans? Probably on the fucking floor on the side of the bed. <laughs> so I just don't go over there at all. I open the curtains, like, leaning over the bed. And then I leave the room. And I never, ever go. And then if I do, I trip over everything. Like, plenty of ick things <laughs> That's so to, to have. I always know where... Well, I... I yeah, generally my clothes are in one or two places on the floor where I left them the night before, before or they're like, I don't know, in the washing basket or something like that. Oh, Very rarely are they actually folded up in my This my is drawers. such sex 
sexy, like married people stuff. Yeah. You know? Ugh. Okay, but we're talking about like trivial things and relationships. But but like this whole ex thing, it it's kind of I don't know, maybe it has some relevance, but I think it's become like a way bigger thing that people are buying into and letting themselves affect affect their relationship choices way more than it actually could be. Yeah, totally. Like, ick things always seem just kind of minor. I mean, icks and people just being shit is are really different. So when it's like ick things, I always just feel like, hmm, I wonder if that's something that you could just get past. Like, you could just choose to see that person as... Yeah, as a, a whole person who has excellent parts that you really you really desire, and some parts that are like bother you sometimes, and you could just get over it. Which I think that that's relationships at their best is when because no one's perfect and no one's going to tick every one of those boxes. And if you believe that there is someone like that, you are always going to keep looking. You are always going to get the ick over the dumbest stuff, um, and. I just choose and Carl just chooses. We just choose to love each other Mm. each day. Um, And, yeah, at a certain point you just need to do that. And I really think that um, uh, we're all much more in control of our feelings than we've been led to believe. Mm. Quite profound. I reckon it's like... um it's like we're we're focusing on these icks and Rach, you say like the whole like just after three weeks is like when the first ick comes along. I can tell you, long term relationship, um, mm. that ex will come up. They will just come up here and there and everywhere and like till probably till the end of time. Mm. But it's it's how you actually choose to get through them. So if you actually like someone and an ick comes up, it's probably like well, you could probably actually just like push past that. Like you're never mm. gonna tick every single box. Do you? Is there a pet peeve? Carl of yeah. Hiders? Oh, yeah, of course there is. Oh, there isn't. Yeah. Oh, okay, all <laughs> She's right. She's perfect. After all that. Do you know what? There is I one. made this human. I know, I know. So it's very hard. It's very hard to come up with one. And I, of course, I love you dearly. There is actually one, and I don't think I've ever told you about it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, I could be joining the divorced and dating side. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to have you as a guest. Teach me. No, no, no. I think you could, uh, like, yeah, I could after this um, as well. You leave the toothbrush in the shower every single <laughs> single I'm fucking an, I'm an efficient day. mummy. Oh my god. So we, okay, so it's an electric toothbrush. You know, it's like the same base, but you have different heads, so we have a head each. Okay. Yeah, right. So we share the base, which needs to go back on the charger after you're finished with it. Heidi likes to brush her teeth in the shower, and then she leaves the fucking thing in the shower every single day, and so when I go to get my toothbrush, to to get our toothbrush, sorry, to like Go and brush my teeth. She's had a shower. Then there's water all over the floor. Most of the time at home, I'm wearing socks, and I have to walk <laughs> through the effing water to get sock. just to get to the top. I'm adding sock wearing to my. <laughs> 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 it's disgusting. I get cold feet. Gingers put socks on. <laughs> so long before we go anywhere. Notoriously, <laughs> like gingers have colder feet. Please I hope go. you're enjoying this, Rach. I, you know what? That that was really good. <laughs> that was really good. I appreciate that. But also, like. Mate, how many extra seconds out of it out of your day does it take to grab the toothbrush out of the tooth? Rachel, yeah, exactly, Rachel. I think you're bang on. How how many extra seconds does it take to just grab it on your way out the fucking shower and put it back on the charger? (laughs) Look, I feel like Heidi's got a lot more on her plate. Yeah. You can just take those few extra seconds. Okay, sorry, Goldie. Mummy and Dad are just having a little (laughs) recorded scrap. You can listen to this when you're 18. Um, Cool. So we'll 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 go to something nice then. Okay. Okay. Hey. Oh, what do you do? You like Daddy's studio? It's cool, eh? 
Okay, sorry, we're good. That's okay, cool. Um, Bring your flatmates to work day. <laughs> yeah, so I guess as well from the outside, one of the things that I admire a lot about you guys is you have like the perfect balance of like spending quality time together but then also having your alone time or time with your own friends and there's zero jealousy and you allow a lot of space for each other's needs and wants like how have you managed to get to that space like did it start with a lot of arguments Mm. at the start or have you always sort of had this incredible balance or how do you how do you navigate that you're me too yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I think that there was probably lots of growing up done. Um, like at the beginning, maybe we were like attached to the hip all the time, mm-hmm. and now we're just we're just not because we're just really comfortable with each other. But also, I think when you just really love someone, you should be happy for them to have that space. Like mm-hmm. you guys talked about, like Calgon of Fat Boy Slim, mm-hmm. um, the two of you. Like I, I don't want to. Do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to cramp your style. Yeah. You know, it's, just... it's probably a relief. It's like, oh, great. He's going with Rachel and Tracy. He's going to have a great time and he's out of my fucking hair for Although, a while. Rachel, if you could not let him drink so much, he can't remember <laughs> things. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was not, I barely drunk. That was all on him. That <laughs> yeah. is your husband. I know, I know. I think, the... I think he learned his lesson. <laughs> um, no, it was I an just... extensive lesson. <laughs> yeah, well, it really was. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think when you just really love someone you like should want them to yeah. like have their space and do their things and then get really pumped that they're doing the thing that makes them happy. Did and that then- come through from conversation to get you to that space? Like was there ever time that you did have that jealousy or you did have like arguments around or have you guys always been so perfect? No, oh, no. Like, I don't know. I, I think I think definitely along the way there's been well, yeah. With, there's been like discussions about everything along the way. Um, I suppose. I suppose like what's been really important to us and and I, maybe we just have this because we've like literally I don't know I feel we've kind of like grown up together right we, yeah. we did our entire 20s together yeah. well the last part of our teenage years and then our entire 20s together and so I suppose because like the only way you can do that is to allow each other you have to allow each other to grow and change because yeah. that's what you do during mm. your 20s and we did have to acknowledge that I think at some stage didn't we probably oh yeah when I started liking tomatoes it was a whole fucking thing with oh, you yeah. every time I ate tomatoes you like tomatoes now okay <laughs> we probably need some context <laughs> that's, that's all the context is needed that's what happened sounds like you weren't encouraging her to grow and change <laughs> seems like you were shaming her look at that it just took me by surprise I've known this person my yes, entire life I, and she hasn't liked tomatoes and it's that I like that consistency and then all of a sudden she likes tomatoes. I it's think like- when you your wants much more important ones than that change or your interests or your likes change, then yeah, you have to talk about it with that person because you're yeah. agreeing in a long-term relationship, you're agreeing that you're doing this stuff together and you still have your entirely separate lives and you are entitled to all of the things that separate single people are entitled to um, within reason and negotiated within to your relationship. <laughs> um, but that doesn't mean that you like get to just like drastically change things and it's not a conversation like if you're going to change your job that really should be a conversation like between you and your partner um it doesn't mean they can say no it's that thing that i've i've always said it but it's like yeah it's it's just allowing each other to grow and change it's like you we've kind of we've got this analogy actually in our relationship where it's kind of like what's great about doing life together and knowing each other so well is that you um you kind of you're each other's sounding boards as well 
You know, so it's like if, if one person is going through something or one person is going through a change or whatever, like you're each other's sounding boards and you talk about things. And and we've kind of got this analogy where it's like in each other's lives, instead of being like like a fence that's just like, well, no, we do this. It's like we're each other's – it's almost like each other. We're just like a pinball mm. and a pinball machine. And what we are to each other are just the bumpers keeping things in line. Yeah. Because you have an observation on your partner's uh, – sorry, you have a – like a – what's that word? Viewpoint. Yeah. Um, on your partners that they don't and have yourself kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so you get to be that for each other, eh? And yeah. just sort of like bump each other back into place when I it like needs that. to be. And you And the fence is wide. It's like it's, it's way out here and you just go, hey, well, maybe this. or. And it's not just a romantic relationship that um, you can do that for. Like, you know, you'll have plenty of friends that like when, you know, you're doing something that's like your friend will bring it up and be like, oh, that's that just doesn't feel like it's like you. Yeah. yeah, and you would respect that, right? It's the same as this situation. Yeah. yeah. Um, sorry, I'm trying to get a dummy. No, that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. So yeah, we have a child on the table. We have a child on the table. Um, <laughs> so yeah, as, as much as being as much as being like you know letting each other live your own separate lives as well, it's quite good because you keep each other in check as well. Yeah. Uh, and that just came through like trust and negotiation along the way. Yeah. You can kind of get to that point and. There's some lessons like that we've When you realise you have each other's best interests yeah. at heart, then most things yeah. are on the table for it to be discussed. Totally. Yeah, yeah. I love that. And um, <laughs> I guess speaking of a child on the table, <laughs> you guys got together so young and we've sort of discussed this on the podcast before is like that social normality, like what society thinks you should do by checking boxes so I'm sure from a very young age you got married and I'm sure you had a million questions of when are you going to have children when are you going to have children I think people thought I was pregnant when we got married yeah wow I think that someone brought that up with my mum I'm sure Mm. you know is is Heidi is Heidi pregnant what are they getting which is so Um, rude like rude but it wasn't then I was like you were allowed to ask things like that then yeah Um, but don't ask those things don't just until a lady says to you she is pregnant, just shh, shush. Yeah, That's why I wanted to bring this up because I know that you had some great sassy comments <sighs> to people when people asked you. Do you want to sort of voice your opinion and thoughts on that? That is my opinion. Don't yeah. just wait until you're told. Um, what was your usual response? You had you had a good one. Oh, I did say to a few people that I can't. Yes. Which is maybe a bit naughty and stress people out. But That'll I, really stifle a conversation in this track. When you started, when, I, I learnt it off a friend who used to say, I can't, and then say nothing else. And But I would say, I can't, and then there would be a discussion because I'm using contraception. Um, <laughs> really nicely teaches them a lesson. It yeah. does. Yeah, it's it a, does. Because a lot of people don't know, but they should know to just don't just ask. Just don't ask, yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. you never know what a person's going through like in their life. They, they might be trying. They might be going through IVF. That might be like, they might have just found out that morning that they mm. can't ever. You know what I mean? They I may like, have miscarried last week. Totally. Exactly. You just never know. And so, yeah, you just never, never ask. Yeah, because um, people will tell you that they're pregnant when they want to. If they haven't told you or haven't told you yet, you're not the person that they need in that moment. And so just don't ask. God, that's such a good point. And so it was. It was great stopping people in their tracks with that yeah. one. Yeah. And so fast forward, now we've got a beautiful Goldie sitting on the mm. table. And mm. I know that you guys have made some decisions around like boundaries and consent. And do you want to discuss us through your decisions there and what yeah. you've chosen? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I, th- I think it's quite insightful because I had never personally ever thought about mm. that side of things. And I'm sure a lot of other parents don't as well. So it's, I think it's quite a. 
a thing to think yeah. about and to consider when having a child or yeah. when being around someone else's child. Mm. Yeah, it's, been, it's been interesting, eh? Because like, because you, um, you're not all of a sudden you're not thinking about yourself. You're thinking about a, a whole new, like brand new human that you have to raise and all these massive things. Like, um, yeah, like well, I mean, one of the biggest things is like teaching her consent and ownership over her own body and being, and like came in, what came into that was like the social media thing, eh? Yeah, Can explain that. So like. Rachel, you and I are the same age. You know, we're all pretty similar in age. We grew up in a time when consent for children, what? You know, like how many uncles did you hug that you weren't that fussed about hugging, but you were told to, so you did, um, and things like that. And things like that just, I don't know, there's, there's there's a kind of generation of parents that I think are thinking a little bit harder about things. And... Yeah, the social media thing is a big one for us. And when I say this, like having recently become a parent, you discover everyone wants to judge you about things. I don't mean this and you don't either, Carl, in a sense of like anyone should feel judged for doing differently from us. But Carl, Do whatever you want. This is literally just what we do and and what's important to us. Yeah, Yeah. totally. So Goldie doesn't appear on social media. um, And if people post her, I we are willing to say, hey, do you mind taking that down? And the reason being, like, there's lots of reasons, um, but for us, the number one one is that she needs to be able to consent to it. So mm-hmm. loads of parents are trying to teach their children consent these days by telling them when they're pick- going to pick them up or when they're going to change them or when they're going to move their bodies, even at this age, because they can learn from day dot mm. that they have the right to their bodies. And I've got some friends who have done an amazing job at things like that. Yeah. And they've got kids who can speak now and will say things like, Mummy, I don't like the way that you moved my leg. Um, and that's awesome. That because is incredible communication, yeah. Mm. Totally, because did... Hold on. <laughs> um, because that kid is going to grow up to be a kid that says, you know, she can say, Mummy, I don't like you, the way you touch my leg. She can also say, excuse me, school teacher I don't like the way you put your hand on my leg excuse me boyfriend I don't like the way you grabbed my arm that way yeah. aggressively you know it's it's raising a generation of people that can say things like that yeah um and for social media I I think that it's a really good way of telling her one day you know you get to choose when you do this not me because mm. you're in charge of your body not me and there are decisions I make about her body and Carl makes about her body right now she's wearing clothes she didn't consent, consent to those clothes <laughs> um, but this is like to me it's like a this is just something that we can do that mm-hmm. one day she'll know I get to consent to my image being used on social media and I get to do it first yeah yeah and even and then like it'll be it's always going to be challenging like when she gets a bit older it's like well what if she doesn't feel like you know when everyone's like oh get in the photo get in the photo because everyone wants to take photos of the kids and it's like well if for her what if she doesn't like want to be in a photo because it makes her feel super uncomfortable or whatever and then that gets posted it's like giving her um that autonomy you know yeah. over her own life her own image and everything it's like i think it, it just embeds in it's going to embed in her that that idea of consent yeah i mean we post photos of our friends all the time don't ask for their consent but those ad those people can also contact you and say hey i don't like that photo of me can you take it down she can't Mm. do that right now and so there's also there's lots of other reasons like um once an image is out in a digital environment you have no control over it uh if you yeah, that was actually quite really, terrifying. You, you yeah. should you should explain that Instagram thing. Okay, so Meta, who owns Instagram and Facebook, mm-hmm. um, the terms and conditions basically around 
the use of your image. Uh, I think a lot of people think that like once you post an image, Facebook and Instagram or Facebook and Instagram own it. They don't. It says in the terms and conditions, we don't own your image. However, we do essentially uh, reserve the right to use it and to pass on the, the right to use that to whomever we choose. And while they're probably not going to give it to insert brand here mm. uh, to use, mm. they can. And I think that that's a choice that a human being should that's a choice that I want Goldie to be able to make herself. Totally. I'm not going to make it for her. No. Um, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, there's lots of weirdos on the internet as well. Well, that was that was a big yeah. thing for me. It's like I'm 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 like a super nerd, and so I have an understanding of the dark web and some of the shit that goes on. Mm. There are literally there are literally like AIs set up to trawl Instagram pages for babies and kids, and you know, and wearing all different stuff and whatever with different looks and it basically just takes those dumps them into big folders and then sells them on the dark web and it's just there is some icky gross shit out there on the internet and it's not for us it's just it's not we don't feel like it's our right to make that decision for our kid and everyone's different you know exactly um, and I think also going back to those photos things that we've sort of talked about this off air mm. before about how like the parents like you love your child and not everybody else. Yeah, it gives a <laughs> shit. Exactly. But yeah. like in but what I'm going at saying that like there's one thing to post it on your feed, but like you send me photos of Goldie all the time and that's like great. But yeah. you don't have to post it on your Instagram feed for it to get to the people that you want it to get it to. You nah, know? Totally. Like what's the difference yeah. there? Yeah. Because exactly, that's yeah. that's why people do it, right? Because it's nice to be able to keep your friends and family updated updated with what your kid's doing and that's Awesome. How cool that we have a way to do that now. How cool that you can have your family over in another country and they can know what's happening with your child on a day-to-day basis. That's Mm. actually awesome. And it is a shame that we can't do that um, because of this choice that we made. But at the end of the day, I'm willing to lose that for the sake of Exactly. And you're you're messaging the photos to the people who you want to see anyway. Spam you anytime you like, Rach. I know how much you love babies. (laughs) I I get the photos. I respond. (laughs) I respond. (laughs) You know, the like half-ass thing that you do when you like hold down an image and you give a little emoji. Yeah. yeah. If I get that, I'll send this beautiful picture of um, of Goldie doing something really funny and I'll just see back like a K. (laughs) No. No, I think I say cute. No, no, no. I know. But I I don't. I, it's clipboarded. Cute. I, I barely send you photos as well because I know I know how punishing this. Like I used to get photos of my friends' kids, and I just wouldn't give a fuck. Like, I like I, I like seeing my friends' kids. Yeah, I do on, sometimes. You know, I, I, the, I like. It. I love the funny yeah. videos. So my girlfriends, their kids are like three now, I think. Yeah. And so obviously they're learning conversation, and those are the videos that I love. Yeah. My yeah that's friend, your wheelhouse, I eh, write. Yeah. yeah. I one of my friends, I taught her child how to say weenus. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that so funny? I know it's such a good gag, and so but that was like over a year ago, and then my friend Casey sent me a video the other day of her daughter being like weenus, and she's like, "Who taught you that?" She's like, "Rachel." And so like I I love yeah. stuff like that, and another video like when her daughter maybe she was just over one she had obviously heard her mum and dad say something and she's lying on the bed being like fuck's sake <laughs> <laughs> so like, send me all those ones that's, that's, a, that's awesome. the stuff I love like, all day send totally. me that all day yeah, yeah I, I think I sent you a, a video of Goldie falling over the other day you know <laughs> yeah, stuff like that yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's like. your wheelhouse yeah <laughs> The um the consent thing is like it's so important. It's so like it's so much like more of a 
like a wider conversation. Mm. So like especially like when when she gets older, I don't know. We're just in this like generation now where. Um, it's almost like we're hearing about it for the first time, it feels like, hey. We're all being re-educated, which is fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. fantastic that it's become a conversation because it didn't used to be. Mm. Hey, welcome. What are you consenting to? <laughs> do, we, do we need to get you a microphone? Where did that dummy go? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's down. Hang on. <laughs> do you consent to this dummy? <laughs> That's the that's the that's the start of the fucking podcast. Yeah. Do you consent, consent to, to this dummy? dummy? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. But the yeah, like the wider, bigger conversation, I think is 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 really important. I know you you got some pretty strong feelings on it, obviously. Yeah. Like. Okay. So when sometimes when I'm uh, moral compassing the podcast, oh, yeah. as, as we discussed at the start, <laughs> Heidi definitely um, puts a great lens over it. Yeah. We listen to things and we, like, the three of us are like, hold on, did that thing sound consensual? Did that person, that finger up that person's bum sound consensual? Did it sound like they stopped what they were doing and talked about it? Which is not sexy. I know. It's not sexy, but, like, it kind of is. It can be. You can make consent sexy. You can, like, sexy talk it and stuff, and that's cool. So, like, imagine a generation of people that are brought up to consent to things and to discuss it with one another and to feel like they have autonomy over their bodies, even in vulnerable moments such as the bedroom. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, the more we keep talking about it, the more we can bring consent into day-to-day life. And even just like bringing up how, like how would you consent, you know, like in the past people probably like, oh, it's easier if I just let that finger go on the butt and not say anything even though I don't want it. Like, how do you, yeah. Well, how do you, Rach, is the only one of us here who, uh, you know, gets a finger up the butt. (laughs) Well, consistently anyway. Um, Well, I I meant the only person here who is having sex that maybe isn't always the similar way to well, no, we're, yeah, we're, I, I, I suppose we've established our boundaries yeah, with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You're having you're having new people. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that that's a that's a that's a tough question cuz I don't know like I don't know if I've had a position where I haven't wanted anything mm. and but or maybe I haven't I just have blanked it out because that's how we've sort of lived our whole life. Yeah. So yeah, but it's definitely something I'm going to think of going forward for mm. sure. And yeah, how would you say it? No, <laughs> bad boy, bad boy. <laughs> Some guys would probably really love that. Yeah. I feel like that'd be too encouraging. Actually, now that I think about it. Yeah, yeah. Like I've definitely had times where like guys have basically just pumped and stopped, and I'm like, are you are you done? Are you like, yeah, mate? There's more to this than just you. So I, I've definitely had that conversation before. Non-consensual ending. Non-consensual ending. I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> I do not consent to this being over right I now. I would, I would like to be finished off as well. Please, thank you. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and I'm sure that can be. It's you can say that in a sexy way. Yeah, and make it. You know, things keep going. Yeah, except I've usually just been like, is that it? <laughs> wow, there's nothing a man likes more than realising that a woman is unsatisfied. It works, though. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Have you really said that? Have yeah. you really been like, 
Is that it? Yeah, and then oh. the guy went down and munched me. Oh, my God. I was like, good boy. Not absolutely not. I'm ready to keep going. <laughs> I had other plans, a whole evening of activities, Rachel. That's so funny. Yeah, it's, like it's like you need to sit there with your phone and set a timer. I don't feel like... All right, well, we'll start scrolling social media now then, will we? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God, dear. Amazing. I, yeah, I did also tell another guy. I was like, well, fuck, I'm going to go to the shower now then, aren't I? Oh, Finish wow. myself off. That's awesome. <laughs> I get a little bit savage. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Brilliant. Yeah. That's rude. great. Yeah. That's that so is rude. <laughs> Probably do it better yourself anyway. I know. Oh, 100%. Guy like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you, Heidi, for taking time out of your busy mum day. Yeah, thanks, mate. <laughs> joining us. Thanks for joining us on our, uh, my, uh, on our podcast. <laughs> no, it's it's great to have you in, and I'd love to have you in again because... I don't think we need her in two. Uh, yeah, I think I'll go back. <laughs> 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 I am so uncomfortable right well, now. Feel, feel free to slip any good good uh, mm-hmm. chat to throw Carl in under the bus. Actually, yeah. quick question, because we talked on it last weekend because Carl likes to talk about it all the time. Does he have a pretty dick? <laughs> Great, no complaints. <laughs> yes, no complaints. What better Do you review? call it pretty? I no, I don't call it pretty. Well, I think it's good looking. I I think I've got a particularly good looking penis. Don't you don't have anything to say about I this? I know. So. I'm uncomfortable about this conversation too, baby. Sorry, mate. Uh, yeah, it's great. Well, you've stuck around for this long, so. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm not seeing many these days, Rach. But I think it's pretty good by the standard of how often people whinge about penises these days. Yeah. Great day. Well, I'm happy for you. <laughs> Married, divorced and dating. The podcast. Well, there you go. Fuck, now that she's gone. Oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, get out. Get out. I saw your passion her up. Passion? It was a goodbye pick. No, just kidding. I couldn't see anything. There's walls of black. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was cool. It was nice having you. It was in. so nice having you. Yeah, in. so good. We're and the, the, the kid crawling all over the table and shaking keys around and stuff. It's amazing. Yeah, it's so funny. I've been like, I've been an audio like um, audio guy for so long, and if any. <laughs> If I was doing an interview, or this was up in one of, like I was producing a show or something like that, and someone had a kid in the studio and they were shaking keys around or like squealing or anything like that, I'd be getting red hot angry and I'd want to go in and just pull the kid out of the studio and put it in a car somewhere with a bowl of water. When it's my kid, I'm like, oh my God, it's so cute. I love this. This is so nice. So funny. Even like before we started recording and I could hear her breathing on the microphone and you and Heidi were like, oh my God, that sounds so nice. And she's like... Oh, oh, there's. I know, I know. It's still, it's the strangest thing. Like when it's your own. When it's your own, you you do. You just think everything's like adorable and amazing and cute. And it's like I can see why all my par- all my mates who became parents just turned into absolute fuckwits, just obsessed with their kids. And now I see it because I'm a fuckwit and I'm obsessed with my kid. But it is. There's there's something about <laughs> there's something about your baby. Like when you hold them up, you know, like close to you, and they're like breathing in the, in your ear. They're like, <laughs> and it's just like, oh, just it fucking melts you. And I know you probably just thought it was gross, but yeah. 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 Cool. Um, no jokes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. Parenthood. I, parenthood is weird. No, I know. I'm, it's good to see you that happy and loving parenthood. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. But it is fucking weird. Um, anyway, so if you want to follow us on socials, you can at Married Divorce and Dating on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, 
Only fans if it hasn't been um, downloaded. I know you want you want me to do the foot fetish thing to I you. I just want you to rub my feet. <laughs> I don't. Your fucking toes are so weird. They're cute. They're twisties. They're like they're like um. Well, show me your perfect toes. Then. I've got I've got web toes. Oh, if you, have I shown you them yes. before? Oh, we've done them. We did our um. We did, we were drunk that time and we compared our. <laughs> So you say so I think I'd much prefer twisty toes over web toes. Yeah, my well, my you must toes be a good swimmer. Oh fuck, I'm I'm, a, I'm like a I'm a weapon in the pool, eh? <laughs> I'm like a I'm like a torpedo. I was gonna say an otter. Yeah, but I've got I've got these weird toes. Like my last three little toes, they're fine. They look normal, but my first two next to the big toe, they're webbed and like literally halfway up, and they look they're tiny. Oh, hang on, I just they're need to so separate disgusting. all my fingers. Right, oh, my OCD. <laughs> <laughs> I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> all right, well, hey, that's um, what I that's what I about your toes and you want me to glaze them and like put fucking sprinkles on alright see ya alright wait let's just talk about I love how uncomfortable you are right now I just need to put like I've got real weird OCD and like just thinking about your toes that like just leave my toes alone (laughs) let's stop talking about toes you're so uncomfortable alright see ya alright alright see See ya One, two, three. Web toes. All right. <laughs> okay, here we go. Let's wrap it up. Two, one. All, All right, right, see ya. Toes. <laughs>